Aloha and welcome back to Ascendant. My name is Andrew Crusoe, and this is a podcast about journeys from scarcity to abundance, whatever abundance means to us. Today I have Kiki Kalahari, a very talented artist in many disciplines on the show. She agreed to do a spontaneous interview as we were exploring Sparenberg Castle. I'm in western Germany right now, and <laughs> we came across this well that you will hear and uh, drop some things down. It's a very deep well. Unfortunately, the sound quality is a little bit iffy at some times, but I'm still really proud of this episode. I'm really excited to share it with you. So without further ado, this is Live at Sparenberg. I am joined by Kiki Kalahari. <laughs> we are here in Bielefeld, your beautiful home. Uh, you've been here for uh, a little while. Yes. Yeah. Where where are we, Kiki? Uh, the Sparrenburg. Can I guess the well we just saw? Because it's like built up, right? It's like super old, right? Like how old do you think it is? No idea. But we could have read the information. Should we go back? Maybe, Maybe we should. We should drop something in there. We should record dropping something into the well. This mic think... might pick it up. You think? It's pretty good. Let's try. The well is 60 meters deep. It was part of the medieval castle. We, now, we're on like a hill, right? Yeah. This is like the high point of the whole area, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. It seems like it is. We would have... Only from the 16th century to the 1500s were cisterns constructed in order to secure the water supply. In the 17th century, a water pipeline was built across the ridge of the hill. Before that, farmers had to deliver water for the castle. Farmers had to physically, like, in wheelbarrows or whatever. Mm. It's really deep. I think that is it. You can hear it bounce off the walls. That yeah, maybe tick, I should tick, tick, it's, it's going... <laughs> I, I think the second one... <laughs> that was a disaster. No, even, yeah, the second one gave me a... I, I can imagine that. What's the... No, this will never, this will never air. Um, but you started as an illustrator, right? I still am an illustrator. This is just a side hustle. No, I know you still you still are, but like that was that your first? You know, because you're an entrepreneur. It, yeah, it's, it's 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 a thing. It's always been everything. I mean, illustration is what I studied, but I've right. always made things and constructed things from other things and put things into the world by different mediums, media. And um, that was it's just okay. a, a logical conclusion. Hmm. Not even conclusion, just a logical next Progression. Step. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't realize that you were like, you were kind of doing all of it at the same time. Like even mixed media, doing a lot of things. I mean, even when you were uh, at the shop just now, you yeah. saw and you commented on the big bird head I made out of paper mache. And that was part of my illustration bachelor, where I made physical bird masks to illustrate uh, a Greek play about birds. Hmm. And I photographed people wearing the masks in the city, and it was like a whole thing. But like, it's illustration isn't isn't just drawing. And yeah. I've always kind of tried to interpret it in different media. See, I'm exposing my bias because most of my exposure to your work is through the web, through yeah. Instagram, and you you showcase these gorgeous the book illustrations. So that's most of what I've seen of what you've made has been that. But it's a really good point. Like you, I'm I'm learning as I'm going. You know? It's I, all interconnected. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I um, I hope to have a chance to see some of the. You said that maybe, it, yeah. It, there's some newer books you've done, but you didn't have them on hand. They're not printed yet. Not printed. Okay. I can show you the digital copy. Love. I don't know if the Morocco drawing is like. If we could maybe put that, you can think about it. Let me know if we can yeah, put sure. that in the show notes because that's one of my favorites. I don't know why. It's just so. It makes me. It's so evocative. It makes me want to go to Morocco. It's like a vibe. Wow. I'm not. Yeah, it does. You should go to Morocco. It was great. And I'm glad the map has all the the wonderful times in Morocco. When I'm a millionaire, I'm gonna hire you to probably less than a millionaire. I'm not even need a million dollars to hire you. Hopefully, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna commission you to do some maps. Do you have you ever been commissioned to do maps for fiction or nonfiction? Or, um, do you do like or like artistic? Or, yeah. Like, have you done, like, accurate maps? Or is it mostly artistic maps, you know what I mean? Well, I've always loved maps, and I've always done, like, drawn maps of the places I've traveled in. Yeah. But now, very recently, my next big commission at my sign job is going to be doing maps of popular tourist locations. And we'll print tin signs of those and sell them for people who want to have a map of, say, Ireland or Mallorca, big one in, in Germany. Mm. Like all the North Sea islands, people pay good money for maps of those islands, mm -hmm. and that's the next thing I'm gonna do. So I'm, I, I love maps. Um, yeah, I had a feeling. This yeah. thing, you know, you know what you could do. This is this is just like a, a random random brain thing. You could have them be like as part of like a collection, mm -hmm. and you could even sell like they could all like be as part of like a family. It could be like. If you have one, then they're incentivized to get the other ones. Just, 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 just in terms of like the mindset of a set. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you've already thought then, that. Then you can have I like guess a... that's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like that's that's part of the draw. Then you kind of yeah, they'll have one map, and then they'll say, wouldn't it look nice to have two others or four others, and have like a little collection on my wall, and yeah, collect the whole set. What do you say, in Pokemon? Uh, gotta catch them all. all. Gotta catch, gotta catch, all. catch there you them go. all. Yeah, I'm not a Pokemon expert. Nor am I. I don't yeah. know why I thought of that. Well, it's a thing. Um, uh, okay, crazy idea. Um, what oh. if you had? Don't jump. Oh shit. What if you had like? Um, what if when you had all of them, like there's like there's like you know the thing they do with um, oh. is it is it is it the British money? If you have all of them, mm. you make the the, the shield mm. of Britain. Have you seen that? I've seen that. Yeah. I've never done it myself with the money, but I know it's possible. My my, when I was in Brussels, I had a friend who did it. I took a, I'll show you the picture. It's, it's actually show notes: andrewcrusoe.com/slash/podcast. It's so cool. Except two of them are not silver, so it's kind of it's kind of oh. funny. But they're they're on opposite sides of the shield, so it sort of balances okay. it. As yeah. long as it's symmetrical. Exactly. It's not quite. But it's close. <laughs> We have just. This is different wedding. It's a different wet. Wait, are you sure? I mean, maybe these are just the guests having a separate fellowship. But earlier the that woman in the black dress, I think, was by the other. Okay. I thought the bride was like all silver. Yeah. But she wasn't here. But yeah, maybe it's. Weddings are complicated. Yeah, but I make it. It's kind of like guessing someone's weight or age. Like, I just really try not to guess who the bride is. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Shouldn't have done that. It's my sister. No, it's just like white. The bride wears white. 
Yeah, I, I thought the, the silver wearing one was the bride, but now one is wearing white, so maybe she's the bride. Because you wouldn't go to a wedding where someone's wearing a silver wedding dress in a white dress, right? No, you'd totally be showing, it'd be, it'd be really yeah, odd. So you'd be showing up the bride in that situation. Hey, yeah, but you feel richer when you have time abundance. Yes. Is that something you thought about when you wanted, when you were, because you could have like worked for a book illustration company. Why didn't you decide to do that? Why did you? Did you have any entrepreneurs in your family? No. <laughs> See, that's even more impressive than me. Really? Yeah, you did it. You didn't have. I mean, I don't know how many role models you had. You see where I'm coming from? In terms of yeah, role models. Yeah, but it just feels like. I mean, I'm I'm happy where I am. I don't regret anything. But um, uh, I feel like it's a it's a result of, of laziness. <laughs> Not wanting You're... to get up in the morning. I hate getting up in the morning. No comment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, but like, I'm gonna say this in the most loving way. That's such a humble brag because only somebody. No, it's only somebody as ta- who's very talented could get away with being lazy and still. Oh. Right? Am I wrong, you guys? <laughs> Like, like it's like selective effort though, right? Like yeah. this is the thing. No, I do work very hard. Yeah. On things I, I'm passionate about. Yeah. But not wanting to have a job is in a very, very large part the result of not wanting to get up in the morning and wanting to work whenever I want to work and not yeah. whenever some boss wants me to work. I can relate to that a lot, Kiki. I bet you can. Isn't it great? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great, it's it's great, um, but, you know, things can still throw it off, you know, like a little old pandemic mm. can kind of change things. Um, yeah. Did you know that you wanted to, especially when you're like, you know, selling books at places that don't happen, um, but you still have a lot of control over, you know, like even, even the, the shop, you know, was that closed for the pandemic, the shop where you... Yes, it was. Is it tough? Uh, honestly, it was okay because it gave me so much more time mm-hmm. to work on things, and I kind of welcomed having kind of a reason to stay at home and just just create and not um, not worry about the selling of the creations. Mm. Is there anything that like a kind of project that it's like a dream project for you? That's like in like a few years, like if I want to work up to that or is it, or is there, or do you want to like, I'm curious if there's anything like ex- exciting coming up for you or some, a dream, a dream project, if something comes up. I actually have a great answer for that because I do have one project I would love to do before I die and that is illustrating the never ending story by Michael Ende. Get out of town. Do you know them? Yeah, I know the story. Yeah, so um, in the German edition, I don't know what, what the English ones have, but in the German edition we have like two different colored texts, depending on which uh, world you're in. This is the real world and then the, the book world, and the first um, chapter starts with an A and B. It goes with the whole alphabet. So there's 20, wait, no, there's more than 26 letters in German. No, there's 26. There, what about D? Yeah, that's, it, not, uh, that's not, it's not the alphabet. Those don't count? Okay. That would be awesome. You do Falcor. Yeah. Shit, yeah. In German. But in the German edition, the, I, I love the idea of the whole. I mean, this guy wrote the story in a way that every chapter starts with a different 
letter. That's that's cool. But the illustrations are so ugly, and really? it's such a shame because it's it has such potential. I don't think I've seen an illustrated version of it. I will show you when we get home. It's like right above that. my my couch, and it's. I mean, I, I love the story and I love the the, the the mythology and all the characters and everyone. But yeah. like, it could have been illustrated so much better. And I will do it one day. The childlike empress. Who looks like a grandma in this illustration. What? Yeah. That seems like it's not childlike. That seems like the opposite. Exactly. Someone failed to do their job. The illustrator did. So, I'm going to intend that for you because that would be awesome. Like, I know your style. I think that'd be freaking amazing. So, like, so I guess, like, to be able to do that, though, I guess you'd need to either get, have, have a relationship with the publisher because there's all these, like, rights issues. Mm. But it's doable. Yeah, it's, it's doable. I mean, they just had a re-illustrated in, like, a more of, like, a picture book kind of way. Yeah. Which was all right. But <laughs> at some point, they have to just republish the original text with, you know, just as a, a textbook, but with those illustrations just done a little bit nicer. And that can happen, and they can just... I can, one day I'll find the people to The reason, and thank you for coming on the show, even though this isn't the, the longest episode ever, I, I really appreciate it because like, I do feel, you do have, and I, and I got this feeling um, when you know, I got to see your beautiful home, um, you do have a feeling of abundance. You feel very like, I, think, I, I get this feeling you, you're very like anchored here. You feel very safe here. We're in Bielefeld in Western Germany. And um, I, I'm curious if you would give or have any advice for illustrators or other mixed media artists who want to pursue something similar to what you're doing. This is the advice, help part of it. You know, if there's something, you know, I'm, 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 I don't know if you've been asked that before. If other artists have been like, you know, hey. You're doing real great, Kiki. Like you're an inspiration to me. If that hasn't happened, it's going to start happening more. By the way, <laughs> it kidding. has happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Do you do you have any advice for them? I guess my only advice would be to not get discouraged mm -hmm. so easily mm -hmm. and not not try to pursue a single path. Like when I went to uni, they kind of told us what to do when we left uni and how to get jobs, how to get commissions. And none of that was anything that really kind of wasn't, spoke to me. Wasn't and exactly, and like the the jobs I've gotten and kind of the opportunities I've I've met didn't come through those paths. And I think it's very important to not get stuck on that and to kind of be open for anything else that might come your way. And things just kind of fall into place and just I don't know, just mm. go with the flow and stuff will happen. That's what Beautiful. Happened to me. How did people find out about you in the beginning? Did you just like? Was it was there connections from university? Like, because that's I think that's what a lot of artists like the sticking point in the beginning, right? Like, how do I get my name out there? How do I connect with people who want to hire me? At least in the states, that's a big stumbling block mm. for artists and artists that I know. I don't know if there's anything that like helps you or a mindset or, or, or a service. I literally don't know. I'm quite curious. I mean, my very first job after university was. Um it was connections. It was uh, a guy who knew my grandparents and I got an internship with him. I was very lucky even though there was different challenges with that and I... Internships yeah. help? Yeah. yeah, it was it wasn't a great um, experience 
in in the long run, I told you about my hand, which was. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, that was that was annoying, but you know, it's all learning. Don't push yourself too hard. Yeah, definitely don't do that. But kind of after that, my main advice would be just like these days, it's so easy to find people on the internet. There's loads of like websites and platforms yeah. where you can upload your portfolio, and people will, you know, you can apply for jobs. It's very easy. It's very like intuitive. And you don't have to go through the whole the traditional way of going to um, book fairs and like things. I don't know. There's there's all these things that people used to have to do. Mm-hmm. I've tried those and it's just not my thing. And just sending my stuff out over those platforms has really helped me. And I've gotten through mm-hmm. some some really great clients through that. So basically, be really proactive. Reach out to a bunch of people. Yeah, and some people find you themselves. Like if you just kind of have an Instagram or like a portfolio site or something, there's there has been people who, you know, approach me and um, ask about working together. And those are mostly not the greatest paying, but um, it's still still fun. And if you like the job, if it's not a super long commitment, and it can also lead to other connections down the road, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So do whatever you want. You feel like doing. Even if it doesn't pay, it's it's all about like yeah, being passionate about the job and being kind of having your your heart and soul. But you got to be careful how much you do without being paid. Yes, <laughs> of course. Because that's like a boundaries issue, right? Absolutely. And um, yeah, I've also I've, I've learned a lot from that. And I still often it's it's very hard to kind of price your worth. And um, I've been rejected many times because I asked for too high a price because I didn't want to sell myself out. That is such a better problem than a lot of artists have. Most of yeah. my artist friends, oh my God, like the majority of my artist friends underpriced. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, okay, So you're doing the opposite extreme, which is much better because then you can, later on you can go, like, actually, you know, my schedule freed out, I can do it for 50 euros less or, you know. Yeah, if they still want to talk to you after that. <laughs> it's all good. Like, it's nothing's yeah. really happened where I had to starve because I was rejected from a, a job, but it's it's difficult to find a balance and I haven't quite figured it out yet. I'm trying though. It, it's impressive though because like that, being able to know your worth and negotiate is a totally different skill mm. than being an art, being an artist. That's being a business person, you know? Like, I'm not going to say who, but I worked with an artist many years ago who was wonderful and, um, and then stopped responding to my emails. And I was like, sad because we had an agreement and I gave this person a certain amount of money up front and I was going to give them a certain amount of money when they were finished mm. and they dropped the ball and, and years later I reached out to them and they didn't respond. It's strange. So, you know, that's my subjective experience with that and I've had friends who've had other experiences and it's just like, you know, I don't know what that person's going through. I don't know their life. I hope that they're well. I thought that they had died because they were going to a place that then had a very scary event afterwards that I will not go into. And I was like, oh, I hope they didn't get shot. Oh, no. <laughs> But then um, <laughs> then they were active on Facebook, and I was like, well, that could have been worse. But, but yeah, business side, that's... That's difficult. That's the edgy side of the show. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. But thanks for coming on the show, Kiki. And, um, I mean, the show is about abundance in all forms, and I think you've created a different forms of abundance as well. And... We didn't have time to talk about your beautiful garden house, but that that's also a very abundant. You have this gorgeous garden. We got to have um, we got like a large gourd. Uh, I still want to find out 
if that's actually a zucchini or a pumpkin. Yes, we need to find that out. It's still a mystery to me. It, guys, it, it, it's a pumpkin, but it's green, but it has stripes like a zucchini. Or as they would say in other places, a courgette. Courgette. A courgette, which is a nice word. Yeah, again, we're gonna we're gonna Haley on just Hawaiian for move along, and uh, we this is an unusual show. If you like this show, feel free to reach out to me and let me know what you think. If you hated this show, feel free to forget who I am. Bye. And that concludes our Live at Sparrenberg Castle special episode. I do apologize for the audio quality. I'm still figuring out the best way to do this. <laughs> I really appreciate the conversation, though. And I want to say thanks again to Kiki for agreeing to come on the show for a pretty spontaneous interview. I really enjoyed our conversation. This week's member-exclusive bonus on Patreon is a very fun after-show where we have another conversation a little bit after our normal episode, and we learn some of Kiki's favorite podcasts and some insights on how the internet is allowing creative endeavors that really were quite difficult before. It also gets kind of meta with a conversation about Patreon. <laughs> You'll receive that and all of the after-shows when you support the show on Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash or click the link at andrewcrusoe.com. Thanks again to everyone who has supported this show in some way. I really appreciate it, even, even if you've just left a review, and especially the people who have pledged to give me a bit of money every month on Patreon, or even just if you've just subscribed, welcome. I just really appreciate that you're following along with me. I'm still on the road, and as of this recording, I'm heading to Istanbul next. If you have any questions or constructive comments about the show, please feel free to reach out to me. I love co-creating this show. And I have some pretty exciting things coming up that I can't really talk about yet. I also want to say, if you aren't already subscribed, subscribe, because you're going to have so many amazing things coming into your computer or your portable device. <laughs> and then you won't miss any of the adventures coming up. Of course, I'm on Spotify. I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find me on TikTok and Instagram as at sign Hello Crusoe, H-E-L-L-O-C-R-U-S-O-E, where I'm sharing some really fun video clips just about every day at this point from my adventures across Europe and beyond. Once again, thanks for coming with me on this journey. And I'll see you next time. Andrew Crusoe signing out. Namaste.